Thank you for listening to this Table Church Sermon Podcast. We are in a series on prayer right now called Praying for a Change. Now, many of us are praying for something to change, but we aren't sure how to do it. Others of us barely pray and need to start praying for a change. This series is intended to help with both. So come learn with us as we develop a hunger for God in prayer, as well as some practical tools to help us pray better. And as always, if you need anything, please find us at our website, tablechurchdsm.org. Now please enjoy this week's teaching. Good morning, Table Church. My name is Jonathan, and I'll be reading the verse today, the verses today, the scripture today. It comes from Matthew 17, verses 14 through 20. I'll read it first in Swahili and then in English. Masomo yetu ya leo yanatoka katika kitabu cha Mathayo mlango wa 17 mistari ya 14 hadi 20. Yesu na wafuasi wake walipofika kwenye umati wa watu mtu mmoja akamjia Yesu na kuinama mbele zake akasema Bwana muone huruma mwanangu anateswa sana na kifafa alicho nacho anaanguka kwenye moto au maji mara kwa mara nilimleta kwa wafuasi wako lakini wameshindwa kumponya Yesu akajibu Ninyi watu mnaoishi katika nyakati hizi cha kizazi kisicho na imani. Maisha yenu ni mabaya sana. Nitakaa nanyi mpaka lini? Nitawavumilia mpaka lini? Mliteni kijana hapa. Yesu akamuamuru pepo alie ndani ya kijana na pepo akamtoka yule kijana akapona. Kisha wafuasi wakamjia Yesu wakiwa peke yao. Wakasema, "Tulijaribu kumtoa pepo kwa kijana, lakini tulishindwa. Kwa nini tulishindwa kumtoa pepo?" akawajibu kwa sababu ya imani yenu ndogo ninawaambia ni kweli mkiwa na imani kama punje ndogo za haradali mtauambia mlima huu ondoka hapa uende pale nao utaondoka na hakuna ambalo halitawezekana kwenu in english when they came to the crowd a man approached jesus and knelt before him lord have mercy on our son he said he has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. You unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied, How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of the boy, and he was healed at that moment. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, Why couldn't we drive it, drive it out? He replied, because you have so little faith. Truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. So I've preached some sermons in this series about how prayer moves us. Katika nimeubiri kusu maubiri katika mfululizo huu, kusu jinzi maombi yanavyotuskuma. Today we're going to talk about how prayer moves God. We're talking about intercessory prayer today. Intercessory prayer is where you invade heaven for the sake of another. It is prayer that believes for an answer. It is hard to think of an area of the Christian life that is more rationalized, excused, or softened than intercessory prayer. 
hiyo ni mantiki zaidi kusukusamewa ama kulanika kuliko maombi ya maombezi now, there are many reasons for this many of us have been disappointed in prayer sababu ya hii ni rahisi kwa sababu wengi wetu tumekatishwa tamaa katika maombi Sometimes we're, we're wrestling with a belief that says that miracles can't happen. Wakati mwingine tunapambana na imani ambayo inasema miujiza hayafanyiki. And so we rationalize in many ways. Na kwa hivyo tunawazisha kwa njia nyingi. We say sometimes it's more about the journey than the answer. Wakati mwingine tunasema nijibu wakati mwingine tunasema ni kuhusu kusafiri kuliko kutoka jibu. And that's true of course. Na hiyo ni Sometimes it is. And other times we say sometimes the answer is no because God sees the big picture. And that's true too. But if we're not careful, we will end up with more reasons why God probably won't answer our prayers than why he probably will. Tutaishia sababu zaidi kwa nini labda Mungu hatatujibu maombi kuliko kwa nini labda atajibu. Nearly every page of the Bible assaults us with an unrelenting urgency to pray for miracles. Ukweli ni kwamba karibu kila ukurasa wa Biblia hutushambulia kwa uaraka usio na kikomo kuombea miujiza. Jesus didn't rationalize prayer quite the opposite in fact. Yesu hakufanya hivi kinyume kabisa kwa hivi. He says truly I tell you if you have faith as small as a mustard seed you can say to this mountain move from here to there and it will move nothing will be impossible for you. Yesu akawajibu kwa sababu ya imani yenu ndogo ninaambia ni kweli mkiwa na imani kama punje ndogo ya haradali mtaambia mlima huu ondoka hapa uende pale na utaondoka na kuna mambo halitawezekana kwenu The common theme running throughout all of Jesus's teachings on prayer is that it works Mandhari ya kawaida katika mafundisho ya Yesu juu ya maombi ni kwamba inafanya kazi One writer called prayer heaven's highest security clearance Mwandikaji mmoja aliita sala hivi kibali cha juu zaidi cha usalama cha mbinguni. Because in prayer we waltz right into heaven's storeroom and we just start plundering it for the sake of others. Katika maombi tunafika hadi kwenye gala la mbinguni na tunaanza kuipora kwa vile ya watu wengine. Karl Barth said that to clasp the hands in prayer is the beginning of an uprising against the disorder of the world. Msomi Kalbath alisema hivi kukumbatia mikono katika sala ni mwanzo wa uasi dhidi ya machafuko ya dunia. When we read our text today we get the sense that Jesus is a little bit annoyed when the disciples couldn't heal the boy who was having seizures. Tunaposoma andiko leo la letu tunapata maana hii yani ni kama Yesu anakasirika kiasi kwa vile wanafunzi wako hakuweza kumponya ule kijana aliyekuwa na kifafa. He says you unbelieving and perverse generation, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. Yesu akawajibu, nyinyi kizazi kipotevu msioamini. Nitakaa nanyi mpaka lini? Nitawavumulia mpaka lini? Mleteni hapa kijana kwangu. This feels a little harsh from Jesus. Inakaa kama iko na ukali kutoka Yesu Kristo. Jesus sounds a little cranky. 
We should remember things that are sensitive to our ears weren't necessarily the same to theirs. And I think that what we should take from this is the tremendous urgency Jesus had to make sure his disciples really understood the power that was available to them. Praise the Lord. And Jesus rebukes the demon from this boy, and the disciples ask Jesus why. They say, why couldn't we drive it out, Jesus? And he says, because you have so little faith. But then Jesus goes on to tell a parable that seems to contradict himself. He says, you couldn't heal the boy because you have little faith. All you need is faith the size of a tiny mustard seed. In other words, you can't do it because you have little faith. You just need a little faith. What we learn here is that it's not so much about the quantity of faith as the quality of it. A little bit of genuine faith goes a long way with Jesus. This is important because you may not feel like you can produce a truckload of faith right now. That isn't what God is asking for. He just needs a mustard seed. Look, some people think that they cannot pray because they doubt too much. I've got good news for you, though. Doubt is not the opposite of faith. The enemy of faith is not doubt, but apathy. There was a man who fell down before Jesus and cried out, Lord, help my unbelief. That man clearly had many doubts. But he did not have apathy. He was willing to risk it all. I'll take a risk-taking doubter over an apathetic churchgoer any day. What's wonderful is that over time, your doubts will slowly start to fall away. Doubt can turn into faith. Your mustard plant will grow. So let's lean into the urgency of Jesus' words in this passage. So, 
Acheni tutegemee uaraka wa maneno ya Yesu Kristo. We can pray prayers that move God. Tunaweza omba maombi ambayo yanasukuma Mungu. Here's what that means for us. Na hivi ndio inamaanisha kwa maisha yetu. The church must become an army of intercessors. Kanisa lazima iwe jeshi ya waombezi. Let's gain an urgency in prayer for intercessory prayer and remember that we are joining God and pushing back the darkness. Tukumbuke kuwa tunangangana na Mungu katika kurudisha giza nyuma. Now the week that I wrote this sermon there was yet another tragic school shooting in Nashville. Hasa wiki ambayo niliandika hii mahubiri ilikuwa na shambulio lingine katika shule kule Nashville. One news outlet said there had been 128 mass shootings in our country at that point. Kituo kimoja kilisema kwa muda huo kulikuwa na matukio ya risasi ya 128 nchini hapa Amerikani 128 since January 1st that is more shootings than days in the year up to that point yani inamaanisha tulikuwa na matukio ya risasi zaidi ya masiku ambayo tulikuwa muda huo wa mwaka and as always happens after tragedy we cry out in anguish na kawaida wakati kuna msiba kama hii tunalia kwa uchungu and people we say enough with the thoughts and prayers we need action na watu wanasema itoshe mawazo na maombi tunataka hatua i agree with that minakubaliana na hiyo if thoughts and prayers is just a mindless phrase i don't want anything to do with it ikiwa maombi ni mawazo tu na maneno tu yasiyo na akili basi mimi sitaki chochote kama hiyo How many bodies should be carted out on live TV before we finally take action? Apparently we've not reached the number yet. Mili mingapi inahitajika kuonyeshwa katika televisheni ndio tuanze kufanya hatua. Inaonekana bado hatujafikisha idadi ya mili ambayo tunaona televisheni. And I wonder like many of you how many families must suffer before laws are seriously reformed and mental health resources are given. Mimi najiuliza ni familia ngapi ziendelee kuteseka kabla sheria ya bunduki ibadilishwe hii inchi ama pia usaidizi ya wale ambao wako na shida kwa akili waanze kupata usaidizi but here's the danger lakini hapa kuna hatari when we start to dismiss prayer as part of the solution we have lost jesus tunapoanza kufuta maombi kama sehemu ambayo sio suluhisho tunampoteza Yesu Kristo. The person who dismisses prayer is the person who hasn't experienced the power of prayer. Mtu anayekataza maombi ni mtu ambaye hajapata uzoefu wa nguvu ya maombi. And here's what I found to be true. The Christians who pray the most usually do the most. Wa Kristo wanaosali zaidi kwa kawaida hufanya mengi zaidi. From St. Francis to Martin Luther King to Mother Teresa the life of prayer and the life of action go together. Kutoka mtakatifu Francis hadi MLK hadi Mama Teresa maisha ya maombi na maisha ya vitendo huenda moja kwa moja. I recently learned about a man named Jonathan Tremaine Thomas. Hivi majuzi nilijifunza kuhusu mtu ambaye anaitwa Jonathan Tremaine Thomas. And after the shooting of Michael Brown, he moved his whole family down to Ferguson, Missouri in order to put himself in the heart of the most intense racial conflict in our country. Baada ya 
kupigwa risasi ya Michael Brown alichukua family yake akawasongesha pale uh, Ferguson Missouri kati ya hiyo kupigana mkali zaidi kuhusu watu tofauti weusi na weupe he started the organization called civil righteousness alianzisha shirika inaitwa udhalifu wa kiraia and they exist to bring racial reconciliation to some very difficult places ambayo inafanya kazi ya kuleta upatanisho wa watu mahali maisha imekuwa ngumu zaidi ya kupatana hivi he will often find himself in the middle of a riot kawaida atajipata katika ghasia he tells of one time where things were getting unsafe anasema wakati fulani wakati vitu ilianza kuwa ngumu na alikuwa kwa hatarini and he heard a little voice in his head say go up the stairs to the left akasikia sauti kwa kichwa yake ambayo ilimwambia enda kwa ngazi sehemu ya kushoto he didn't even know there were stairs to the left akujua hata pale kulikuwa na ngazi but he's developed a life of prayer that works when it's needed most yeye ameishi maisha ya maombi ambayo maombi inamsaidia wakati anahitaji usaidizi zaidi so what we have here is a man who has given his life to action so hapa tunachopata ni mwanaume ambaye amepea maisha yake kwa maisha ya vitendo but he'll be the first to tell you that it all starts with prayer lakini atakuwa kwanza kukuambia yote inaanza na maombi christians who pray the most often do the most wakristo wanaosali mara nyingi zaidi hufanya mengi zaidi bwana asifiwe praise the lord i know swahili <laughs> So the goal here is to create a life where it is not clear where prayer ends and action begins. Kwa hivyo lengo ni kuunda maisha ambapo haijulikani wapi maombi inaisha na vitendo inaanza. So I want to give you three keys to a life of intercession. Inspiration, indignance, indignance and alignment. So leo nataka niwape fungo tatu za maisha ya maombezi. Ya kwanza ni msukumo, ya pili ni hasira, ya tatu ni upatanisho. Number one, msukumo. <laughs> ya kwanza <laughs> you throw me out inspiration. <laughs> okay, it is hard to start praying until we are inspired to do it. Ni vigumu kuanza kuomba hadi tukwene ile msukumo katika maisha yetu kuifanya. But if you're if you're ever feeling low on inspiration, uh, I encourage you turn to the promises of God in scripture. Lakini ikiwa una hai kujisikia chini ya hii msukumo, rejea kwa zile ahadi za Mungu ambazo ziko kwa Biblia. The one I always turn to is Philippians 4:6 through 7. It says, "Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, just listen to these words, every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Ile mali ambayo yanageukia kila mara ni kutoka wa Filipi 4:6 hadi 7. Inasema hivi namsikilize, msifadhaike juu ya mambo lolote lakini katika kila jambo mjulisheni Mungu haja zenu kwa kusali na kuomba pamoja na kushukuru na amani ya Mungu ambayo inapita ufahamu wote italinda mioyo yenu na nia zenu kwa Kristo Yesu. That is an amazing promise, isn't it? Hiyo ni ahadi ya ajabu. So here's my advice. So hapa nawashauri hivi, don't pray your problems, pray God's promises. Usiombe shida zako, omba ahadi za Mungu. 
Let God's promises motivate your prayers. Our second key is indignance. Indignance is defined as anger caused by something unjust. The Bible says that Jesus gets indignant. There are people bringing children to Jesus and the disciples are rebuking the children and saying, get away from Jesus. This makes Jesus indignant. He is angry at this injustice. Let the children come to me, he says. I think there is a role for holy indignance in our prayers. We need to awaken something fierce inside of us. And let it compel us to pray more boldly. A few weeks ago, my dog Theo discovered a nest of baby bunnies in our yard. And suddenly my cute, fluffy puppy was transformed. It was like something primal in him awakened. And he became the predator that he is. And it was a scene from Jurassic Park. <laughs> it is easy to forget that an inch below the surface of my cute furry puppy is something a little more fierce. It just has to be awakened. Intercessors have a passion in them that gets accessed in prayer. Their prayers are fueled by fierce indignation that they feel towards the things that are wrong in this world. This is called contending in prayer. It's where, we, it's where we come to prayer with the spirit of a fighter. Our final key for intercessory prayer is alignment. When our hearts align with God's heart, all you need is a mustard seed for a mountain to move. Alignment happens as we become more holy, as we hunger for God. It happens as we experience victories and failures in prayer. All of these things help us grow so that our prayers become more and more God's prayers, not our prayers. Our 
It is where we have alignment with God. Hapa ndo tuko pamoja na moyo wa Mungu. There is power when our heart is aligned with God's heart. Kuna nguvu wakati mioyo yetu inapatana na hiyo mpangilio na moyo wa Mungu. But there's also power when our hearts are aligned together too. Lakini wakati mwingine kuna nguvu wakati mioyo yetu pia ina hiyo mpangilio. Jesus says again truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for it will be done for them by my father in heaven. Yesu Kristo anasema hivi tena ninawaambia ikiwa wawili kati yenu mtakubaliana hapa dunia duniani kuhusu jambo lolote mnaloomba baba yangu wa mbinguni atawatimizia. See corporate prayer moves God. Maombi ya ushirika inamskuma Mungu. Now imagine an entire congregation that is inspired to pray with indignance against evil. Sasa fikiria kusanyiko mzima kama huu ambayo imevuviwa kuomba enye asira dhidi ya dhuluma. Imagine an entire congregation that is united in seeking alignment with God's heart. Kukua na sehemu mzima ambayo inataka ina kukua na moyo moja na Mungu. That would be unstoppable hiyo itakuwa ngumu kusimamisha and that is what will bring renewal na ni hiyo ndio italeta mambo mapya hapa maishani mwetu and so as we close today we're going to take a moment to practice this and i'm going to just challenge you a little bit as the band plays what is the thing that's burning in your heart what is the thing that makes you feel indignant that you want to bring to god what is the thing that arises a bit of a holy anger in you Let's just bring it to God and allow our hearts to be aligned with his against the evil in the world or maybe it's somebody that you know that's suffering or something like that. I'm going to invite you to not only pray for it but even pray out loud for it. And so this room will be filled with prayers as our indignance is converted into a prayer before the Lord. And don't worry, there'll be music playing, you know, I mean, I mean it's going to be you know to say it loud or whatever, but just take that step, vocalize it to God today as we sing this next song. So muda huu tunataka kuchukua muda kuingia sehemu ya maombi. Lakini maombi ambayo tunataka tukue ni maombi ya maombezi. Yaani ombea labda ni mtu mwingine, labda ni kuhusu kitu fulani, si kujiombea wewe. Labda inaweza kuwa mtu ambaye labda kuna akona ugonjwa ama labda ni kuhusu familia mzima ya wengine tunataka tukue na muda wa kuomba kwa hiyo maombi ya maombezi kitu ambayo hiyo inaleta hiyo hasira ambayo unaona hapa hakuna haki ambayo iko na hii maombi tunasema kutakuwa na wimbo wanacheza hapa nyuma na tunataka tuombe tuki, kwa sauti yani tusikie maombi yetu omba kwa lugha yote unataka kuongea kama ni kiingereza swahili chochote unataka kuomba ni, ni sawa would you stand with us as we sing and pray